Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Hey, good morning there to you. I know, I know, I'm a little bit late today. You know what they say, better late than never. Just kidding, just kidding. Um, Since we don't really have our morning devotions on a set time, it gives me a little bit of wiggle room. Sometimes I can come on a little bit earlier, sometimes a little bit later. Um, So I didn't just lay up in the bed this morning. Got up this morning and read Psalm 33, and that's where we're going to be this morning, Psalm 33. And I don't remember, uh, maybe I have, I just don't remember ever studying Psalm 33. Um, I've read all the Psalms multiple times. I've told you before, if you've been around the Celebration family for any amount of time, that I love to dive into the Psalms. The Psalms speak to like every emotion we've ever felt. And every situation in life we've been in. It seems like David or one of the other psalmists has been there and done that and written about it. So it brings a great encouragement to him. But I don't remember, hey, Brother Russell, I don't remember ever studying through Psalm 33. So I got up this morning and, and I'm just I'm just saying, you know how I always tell y'all to like get your journal and write stuff down. Well, I read I read through Psalm 33 and it like it touched my heart. And then I went back and studied it for like 30 minutes maybe and wrote down some other notes. And so uh, anyway, got away from the house. So that's why that's why I'm a little bit later today. Anyway, so if you come on, I see some of y'all are coming on. Russell's clicked on, you know, if whoever else is, I see the little eye thing there and people are coming on. Just let me know who's here with me. Um, I am blessed that um, some of our Filipino brothers and sisters are watching and then some will come back. Uh, some will come back later and watch. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Ten days from today, I get on the Big Bird, cross the Big Pond, and I'll be ministering for 25 days with my Filipino brothers and sisters. I'm excited about that. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna have like revival meetings and past couple pastor seminars. Uh, I'm going to do a softball clinic and baseball clinic mixed in with evangelism, discipleship, and Bible study, and I just can't wait. I'm going to miss y'all. I'm going to miss my family, but uh, it's been since 2019, three years since I put my feet on Philippine soil, and I just can't wait to get back. Anyway, so Psalm 33. Psalm 33. We'll read a few verses here, make a few comments. You make some comments along the way. If they're clean comments, um, you know, when I see them up here, I'm rolling up. If they're clean comments, I'll, I'll share those with you. So Psalm 33 uh, says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. O ye righteous. Those with upright hearts. Remember, I think it, think it was Psalm 15 where David talked about who can come into the presence of the Lord. Only those with clean hands and a pure heart. And we talked about about two weeks ago what it means to have clean hands and a pure heart. Like we cannot expect uh, an audience with the Lord if our hearts are dirty. So rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely or beautiful. In other words, praise looks good on the upright. Are you upright in heart today? Well, praise looks good on you. 
Praise the Lord with harp. Sing unto him with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. And then I'm going to skip down to verse numbers, a lot of verses here. Uh, verse 20. Our soul waits for the Lord, for he is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we've trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. This psalm is like, I know I keep saying loaded, you know, packed. This psalm is full of golden nuggets. So as I began to read this psalm today, and hopefully this will encourage, hey, John, good to see you, man. We're in Psalm 33. So as I, as I began to read this this morning and just did a little bit of research, um, come to find out, um, as the Psalms are written, this is the first time in the Psalms, hey, Miss Jean, how are you, coach? I mean, as the Psalms are written, this is the first time in the Psalms that musical instruments are mentioned. And he says there, he says there, just listen, just listen, don't turn, don't tune me out yet. Uh, praise the Lord, verse two, with the harp, sing unto him the psaltery, an instrument of 10 strings. So it mentions three different types of instruments. I remember years ago, I remember years ago when it mentions three different string instruments there, uh, three different kinds of string instruments, uh, which is interesting. We don't have time to unpack all that, which is why Celebration Church, we are very biblical, you know that? We generally have at least one electric guitar, at least one acoustic guitar, and at least one bass guitar. So in biblical concept, we are on the right path. We have at least three types of instruments with strings that we play or y'all play and we worship with on Sunday morning. So anyway, that's just kind of a little fun tongue in cheek there. But it is interesting. There are three different types of stringed instruments that David mentions here. Other types of instruments are mentioned in other places in the Bible. I remember years ago, this guy and his wife uh, visited our church, and uh, I spoke with them after the service. They came back the next week. I spoke with them after the service, and I set an appointment just to go and sit down and talk with them. So I went to their house. It was on a Tuesday night, and sat down and talked with them and found out that they were believers in Jesus, and they were, um, um, <laughs> as we say in America, looking for a church home. And you know how it is when people are looking for a church. They they treat it like a car, and there's certain things they it's got to have. You know, if we're going to buy this car, it's got to have air conditioning. It's got to have Bluetooth. It's got to have tires. It's got to have, you know, it's got to have a sunroof, a sunroof up there. It's got to have all these things. And um, so they were going down their checklist, and we were we were talking for a few minutes. And then he began to tell me that we should not have instruments in our worship services. And uh, and I was familiar with the background he had, and I said, whoa, 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 what do you mean? And he begins to lay out his thesis of why we should not have instruments in our worship services. So, in the, it was interesting, uh, y'all remember what a radio is? Y'all remember radios? 
You remember radio? It's like a stereo, a stereo and a radio. Anybody remember a radio? We well, had a radio with speakers uh, on the on the mantle of his fireplace, and so you could hear Christian music coming through the radio. Hey, Sister Sarah. And so uh, he was talking, and I'm getting a little bit peeved. And I said, "Whoa, whoa, time out, dude! Like you're listening to." You're listening to Christian music on the radio, and I hear guitars, I hear keyboard, I hear drums, I hear musical instruments that people are using to praise the Lord, and it's coming into your house, and I'm just asking, sometimes do you sing along with it? And he goes, yeah. I said, okay, so then what you're doing is you're playing, you're playing music on a radio, the band is using instruments and you're singing along. So technically you're worshiping, worshiping with string with, with, with instruments. And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, like, what is your complaint then against the church? He goes, oh, you're just not supposed to do it in the church. I said, like in the church building, like we can worship with instruments everywhere except the church building. He goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, you're all messed up. <laughs> you're all messed up. I'm glad, I'm glad David talks about musical instruments. I don't know about you, but man, I love music. These days, this is just me. You can do whatever you want to do. Um, 99% of the music I listen to is praise and worship. Uh, I don't even listen to a lot of contemporary Christian. I'm not against it. It's just 99, probably 99% is um, praise and worship music. If I'm at ball games, I coach softball and baseball, you know, they're blaring old 80s music, 90 music. I can't control that. So I do hear that coming in, you know, when I'm at ballparks or whatever, but from my own listening, I just, I enjoy, uh, I'm blessed by worship music. And so David says here, he mentions here musical instruments for the first time. And what he does is he starts out with the resolve, which is what a lot of his songs are rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Now, I'm just going to walk through some of the words he uses there in the first three verses, okay? He uses the word rejoice. And that word rejoice means to shout for joy. Comes from a word which means to be overcome. Are you ever overcome with joy? Let me ask you a question. Because uh, some of y'all are football fans and sports fans and all that. And so your favorite team scores a touchdown. Your favorite player hits a home run. Your favorite player does whatever. And you know that emotion that comes up and you just go, yeah, 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 yeah. Go Gators. Or, you know, I mean, Gators, you know, or go dogs, Or, you know, if it's Tom Brady, oh, man, oh, man, whatever it is. That's being overcome. That's to be overcome, and you shout for joy, and you clap for joy. That's what David's saying here. Rejoice. Another word he uses, the first word is praise, and it means it means a hymn of a hymn of praise, a hymn of praise. We're to sing hymns of praise. Another word when he says praise the Lord is yada, which is a word for give thanks, literally to shoot the hand. So. Oftentimes when I'm worshiping or praising, I will lift my hands this way or I'll lift my hands this way or I'll stretch my hands out, but I'm lifting my hands to the Lord as a physical act coming from a heart of joy, of gratitude. So one way he says to praise the Lord is yada, to shoot the hand 
or to lift the hand. He says, use the harp, which another is the lyre, L-Y-R-E. He says to sing unto the Lord a new song. He says, sing. Then he says, use the psaltery, which is, which is similar to a modern day guitar. Uh, then he says, use this, and it's with 10 strings. So you've got the harp, uh, the psaltery, the harp, the psaltery, and 10 strings. So there's three, three different 10 string, I mean, three different string instruments. So we're okay celebration with the acoustic, with the bass, and the electric. Uh, I think we're good okay with the keyboard and the drums too, if you keep on reading, um, reading uh, the book of Psalms. Then he says, sing a new song. New is fresh. Sing a fresh song. Hey, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, old people. Old people like me. Look at me. Let's don't be them. Let's, I, I refuse to be them. When I was a young guy and the Lord would be doing new and fresh things and we would introduce new songs and fresh songs and the old crowd would reject and rebel and they just wanted to sing the old songs. If the old songs were theologically sound and lift up Jesus, praise God for the old songs. But watch this. There are a lot of new songs that are theologically sound. There are a lot of fresh songs that lift up the mighty name of Jesus. And so I refuse to be them now that I'm the old guy. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to reject new songs because the Bible tells us to sing fresh songs. If you think about it, us old people, oh, I'm talking about 60 and above. There has been in the last 30 years a what I call a modern day worship movement, I believe, birthed by God. I believe we're going to look back in church history and look back to the 1990s and see there was a shifting. Because somewhere in the 1990s, I mean, I mean, like fresh, I'm talking about anointed songs. I just listened to Shout to the Lord on my Pandora. I remember when Shout to the Lord came out in 2000, 1999, something like that, and then the 2000 album. Um, that seems to be one of the first songs that all denominations embraced. You know, like, like songs would come out and this denomination won't, won't embrace it and that denomination won't. It looks like God used Hillsong, an Assembly of God church uh, in Australia to birth a song that it took five or six years that the whole body of Christ embraced. And then it just seems like from there, you've got like, you got Bethel, you got Maverick City, you got who, you got all these, you got Upper Room, you still have the old staples, you know, you have Hillsong and um, whatever your denomination is, there's a lot of good and godly songs. I'm just saying, I'm saying it's very biblical to sing a new song. And I think when we look back on church history, we're gonna see that we lived in an era when new songs were birthed from the heart of God like crazy. We have some folks in our church that are writing songs. Um, uh, Krista Graham is one. She's written several anointed songs and she sent my wife part of a new song, another new song that she's written. Um, the Lord has given her um, a new song. So, so David says, sing a new song. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pounding that, but don't be that old guy that goes, oh, I just like the old songs. Well, so do I. But, but Paul, I mean, I mean, David says, sing new songs. He said, play skillfully. That means to play in a pleasing way with joy. Don't play your instrument with, you know, with, play it with joy. Play it with joy. Glad to be playing to the Lord. And then he says, make a loud noise. 
And that loud noise is a shout of joy. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, yeah, these people out here at the outside going in the YMCA probably think I'm nuts. That's all right. I am nuts. Loud noise means to shout. With, it mean, sometimes it means it's, an, it's a battle cry of alarm. So praise and worship is a battle. It's a war. So we shout. We make a loud noise. Praise is a welcome. God's welcome us in his presence through praise. And we get into his presence. And so shout with a loud voice. So what he does is he resolves he's going to praise. And then I just got to list these because like we done been like 20 minutes and we got y'all got to go. Y'all got to get to work. Then he gives reasons for his praise. I'm just going to list them. He resolves to praise and he gives reasons for his praise. Number one, verses four through eight. He praises God for the word of God. Uh, God's word is truth. Praise God for his word. Number two, he praises God for the will of God. He recognizes God has a plan and purpose, not just for the nations, but for his life. And he praises God for the will of God. So if you're riding down the road or you're watching this today, God has a plan and a purpose for you. Pause for a minute and praise God for his will and purpose in your life. Number three, he praises God for God's faithfulness because he says, you have been our help. You've been the one to help me in my time of need. You've been my help and my shield. In other words, you've been faithful to me, and I praise you because of your faithfulness. And then, and then verse 20, he begins to, he, he goes back to resolve, rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's, that's the first verse. Uh, verse 20, our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Our hearts shall rejoice in him. That's resolve. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. So what he does is he starts with resolve. I'm going to praise. And he says how he lays out how we can praise. Then he gives reasons why we should praise the Lord. Then he comes back and says, rejoice in the Lord. And that word rejoice just means to be glad. Hey, be glad in the Lord today. Be glad for his word. Be glad for his will. Be glad that he's looking out over you. Be glad today that he's faithful to you and he has been your help. Yeah. Thank, thank y'all for watching. Thank you for watching. I know this is, I'm, I'm starting to mention this more and more. There are people that are watching that come back later and review them. Um, and there's some folks that, that have family members or friends that a particular a particular word will minister to and they're sending those. So uh, do that. If you have a testimony, let me know of how God's using his word um, to minister to you. Uh, let me know that. So um, just so I can, I don't have to mention your name, but I can share that with other people. Hey, y'all have a great, wonderful day. Whatever you do, rejoice in the Lord today.